for today. Uh, today we're going to do Kuf Mem 140 about Kiddush. Now, over uh, here the discussion is how high do you have to raise the Kiddush cup off the table if you're using a table, uh, if you're sitting on the ground, off the ground, but uh, presumably you're using a table. How high? First of all, you have to lift the cup. In the Shulchan Aruch, it says a tefach. Tefach is a hand breast. That's about a tefach. Now, in the tradition of Chabad, it's brought down in the Minhogim, in the Haggadah, that uh, we raise it three tefachim. Again, it doesn't seem to make a difference whether it's Kiddush, Shabbos, Yontav, or for benching after the meal when you use a cup. Anytime you use a cup, you raise it a tefach, and according to the Chabad tradition, three tefachim. Why three tefachim? And so it seems like this is something which is l'chatchila, the Rebbe suggests. To begin with, it's a more in a better way, in a more perfect way. Now three tefachim usually is a raised, considered something raised. That's not what the Rebbe says here. But uh, up to three tefachim, we know there's a rule of lavud. Lavud means that it's connected to the ground. Again, I make a, uh, this is not the Rebbe's words there. That's only my possible interpretation that this way you actually picked it up because in the Shulchan Aruch it also says the reason the tefach, you want the people to see you want it to be visible but L'Chathchila the Rebbe says and for a Hidur uh, the best way is to do three tefachim according to the Minach Chabad which also will explain that we seem that there seems to be a conflict, a contradiction within the Zohar in some places it says a tefach in other places it says a zeris, which is interpreted as three tefachim as the Arachama writes and the uh, difference would be that it's okay to do a tefach, but it's best to do a three tefachim. So that's the way to be done. The reason for a tefach, like I mentioned, in the Shulchan Aruch, it says just so it should be visible for the people, as the Alter Rebbe says. But there's also a uh, Hasidic interpretation according to the Torah and the Tzemach Tzedek on the, on the Tehillim. We'll do one more quick piece. Uh, over here we're talking about that the uh, lighting of the candles should be uh, there on the, by the table or visible to the table during the time when you make Kiddush and we have the meal. Uh, it is also a tradition uh, that when you start saying the Kiddush, whether it's Shabbos and Yontif, you take a peek on the lights that have been lit, especially not only the lights, but the light that you just made a bracha, and uh, looking at them helps you in a way, as first of all, to, uh, uh, I guess, to make mention of the fact uh, that you accomplished, that you're involving the blessing of the candles together with the Kiddush, um, but the lamps of, the reason we light Shabbos Yont of candles, there's various reasons. One reason is so that you don't stumble. I mean, the old days, that was the only light. I mean, today we have other lights, so it's just additional light. But in the olden days, the light that they put on for Shabbos was the light that they used. So the reason one had to have a light in his home, because otherwise he would stumble over the uh, eighth or heaven, a uh, wood or a uh, wood, and that would cause, you know, bad results. On Shabbos, you want to make sure that none of these things take place, that you're protected. In addition to, ta- to that, there's also the reason 
when you eat a meal, it's much more enjoyable, there's some light, rather than eating in the dark. So, this way, when you have the light, you have everything together during the meal, so it's for the meal and also not to stumble. And therefore, the Rebbe says it is fitting that it should be during the meal, not only during Kiddush. When we're talking about Yontav, I guess you can move it after Kiddush. Uh, you can move it. So the Rebbe says that at least leave one light. You know, by the sukkah, we discussed that. Sometimes in the sukkah, you especially have a problem because there's not that much place in the sukkah. Of course, if there's a danger, that's a different story. You don't, you don't put yourself in the danger. But if there's no danger, then uh, leave at least one light. If you can't keep all the lights in the sukkah, I guess on Yom Tov, when you can move it, you can leave just one light. Uh, especially on Yom Tov, when you make a shechiyonu at the lighting of the neiris, which makes those lamps even more, those neiris, those candles even more holier because of the shechiyonu. And it also helps all the matters and all accomplishments that the lights do have to do accomplish.